At a time when information continues to come at us faster and faster, sometimes you need to hit pause and rewind. NPR's Throughline takes you back in time to the source of the news stories filling your feed. Find NPR's Throughline wherever you get your podcasts. Support for WABE comes from Capital Good Fund, introducing Georgia Bright Solar Lease Program, a new rooftop solar initiative designed to create pathways to equitable and inclusive solar, sustainability, and monthly savings for Georgians. Learn more at georgiabright.org. For Tuesday, May 31st, 2022, it's The Brief from WABE. I'm Emil Moffitt. Atlanta Mayor Andre Dickens says residents will soon start to leave the Forest Cove apartments. Families at the southeast Atlanta complex have waited years in unsafe conditions and have continued to wait, even though two weeks ago the city approved a million and a half dollars to relocate residents. Speaking on WABE's Closer Look, Dickens says to give the effort about another week. Listen, you're going to see some things come out in the next seven to ten days. People with keys in their hands moving into new places. The 200 families remaining are looking at units all around Metro Atlanta. Forest Cove is federally subsidized complex with a private owner named Millennia. The company is supposed to reimburse the city for the relocation costs later on. The insurance arm of AAA is warning Georgia homeowners about post-disaster contractor scams. Molly Samuel reports it comes as hurricane season is upon us. Scams arise one way or another in the aftermath of nearly every natural disaster. AAA says beware of those going door-to-door and offering their services in affected neighborhoods. The group says try working through your insurance company when dealing with repairs. Get more than one estimate and request references. And be aware of a rise in phone scams from people claiming to be with insurance companies and asking for immediate payment of a deductible. June 1st is the start of hurricane season. Some South Georgia residents are still cleaning up from previous storms. Climate change is making hurricanes more likely to be stronger. It's also making them move slower and drop more rain, which heightens the risk of flooding. Molly Samuel, WABE News. Technology is increasingly transforming the way Atlanta real estate is showcased online. It's also changing the way some tenants are paying their monthly rent. For this week's episode of WABE TechCast, we take a look at how technology is helping Atlanta companies keep pace with the city's real estate market. One of the first stops for those interested in renting an apartment or buying a house or condo is likely the Internet. And if you've done this, you know that some real estate photos can be breathtaking while others can fall flat. So we went to find out, is there an art to showcasing real estate online? It's about kind of giving them uh, a unique perspective to get them more interested. And the whole purpose is to get them interested. So they call the agent and then schedule a showing, right? That's real estate photographer Matt Harrison. We met him as he was climbing the front steps of a gray two-story house in the northern part of Fulton County. He has a tripod in one hand and is pulling a small rolling suitcase with the other. The neatly organized bag has room for a couple of cameras, a powerful flash, memory cards, and other tools to capture images, both interior and exterior. So my bag really has everything it needs into in it while I'm at a shoot. Um, if I need to bring out, you know, my drone, uh, my drone's packed in there. Uh, we use a DJI uh, Air 2S, which does everything we need to do, and it's really nice and compact. It was about six years ago when Harrison founded his real estate photography business called Curb Appeal. 
For this house, four bedrooms, three baths, and 3,000 square feet, he hopes to come away with about 45 photos. And as soon as he walks in, he starts surveying to see how best to capture each room. If the house has a lot of dark wood, like this house here has a lot of dark wood other than stairs and door frames and that, well, dark wood, anything dark absorbs light. So we would have to try to introduce more light to kind of, uh, you know, capture that scene. We walk up the stairs for photos of the main bedroom first. So as you can see with that flash, it basically is like it just spreads this light and it kind of just fills in shadows and kind of brings out colors. A house this size takes about an hour to photograph. After he's done here, Harrison packs up his gear and heads to photograph a condo in northwest Atlanta. But this job is a little different. The place is empty. Well, obviously, there's no furniture. <laughs> so uh, it's, it's actually sometimes good and sometimes bad. Good in, 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 in that it, you know, it's um, easier, uh, it's actually an easier to, to get through the job a lot quicker because I'm not dealing with furniture. He says often when he photographs empty spaces, they can go in later and superimpose furniture and decor to help prospective buyers get a better feel for the place. Doing virtual staging is l less uh, cost than doing regular staging because regular staging could cost up to thousands and thousands of dollars where, you know, the agent um, could spend $50 per photo per room to virtually stage it. And it looks pretty much identical to, you know, you couldn't tell the difference. Harrison works with a team of about 10 photographers in Atlanta and more in Texas. He says each person can photograph five to six properties a day, and the company promises a 24-hour turnaround time on photos. We shoot during the day. My editors are editing at night, um, and that's the only way that we can even think about being, being able to turn at 24 hours. Curb Appeal not only photographs residential properties, but commercial spaces too, even billboards sometimes. And with Atlanta's bustling real estate market, there's plenty of work to be done. Even after a tenant moves in, the role of technology for real estate managers continues to evolve too. This includes a company called Jamestown, where Michael Phillips serves as president. In Atlanta, we have Pond City Market, the Westside Provisions District, and Buckhead Village, to name a few. And recently, the company started doing something new. It began accepting rent payments via cryptocurrency. We think of airline points and credit card points as a value system to us and often trade, buy things in them, provide benefits through them. And I think in the crypto world, it's, it's, it's a similar dynamic. He says his company has partnered with Atlanta-based BitPay to make the transactions possible. We have had tenants taking us up on the offer. We've also had tenant mandates in uh, cities like New York and San Francisco that that is a requirement of office tenancy negotiations. And he expects payments using alternative currencies to continue to grow in popularity in the years to come. You can hear WABE TechCast each Tuesday here on 90.1. All episodes are also available at WABE.org and through your favorite podcast platform. Tomorrow marks the first day of Pride Month, and organizers of Atlanta's 8th Annual Southern Fried Queer Pride say the peach pageantry, variety show, and dance parties are back in person. That's after COVID forced many of Atlanta's Pride festivities to be online over the last few years. 
Organizers say they're still taking precautions, and the bulk of the festival will take place in socially distanced outdoor spaces or in limited-capacity indoor spaces. Most events will require a vaccination card or a recent negative COVID test for entry. Coastal Georgia's islands, beaches, and marshes are ideal habitats for all sorts of migrating birds. And that means they're also pretty good for monitoring those birds. Emily Jones went along with some scientists tracking wimbrels on a recent very windy evening. 13, 14, from 15, 16 from the west. Wimbrels are a roughly chicken-sized uh, shorebird. They have a long, decurved bill uh, that's specifically adapted to feed on fiddler crabs. I'm uh, Fletcher Smith. I'm a wildlife biologist with uh, Georgia Department of Natural Resources. There's another group from uh, from the north. They're they're a long distance migrant. They fly directly from Brazil to here, fatten up on fiddler crabs, and then fly directly from here all the way to Arctic breeding grounds. Total population estimate of uh, wimbrels somewhere in the neighborhood of roughly 40,000. They have been declining at a rate of about 4.5% per year since the mid-1990s, and that, so that's a significant decline. And uh, some of those reasons we simply don't understand. So we're hoping to, through a number of means, uh, studies like this and, and others, to try to piece together some of the issues that these birds are facing. And another 35, I get uh, like 215. Yeah, that's a big flock. There's only a handful of these sites on the earth uh, that, that these birds are using. Uh, and, and that makes them all the more critical. And that was Fletcher Smith of the Department of Natural Resources talking with Emily Jones. This story is part of a partnership with grist.org. That's it for The Brief. You can find more local news at wabe.org. Thanks to producer Lily Oppenheimer and our managing editor, Alex Helmick. In for Jim Burris, I'm Emil Moffat. Amplifying Atlanta, this is 90.1 WABE. Thanks for listening. The world has changed, from shifts in power to a mental health crisis. So with all this social change, how do we balance the human desire for empathy, the business need for productivity, and the hope to make an impact in our community? This is a new podcast, The Social Impact Leader. I'm Jeff Schinnebarker. Join me as we explore people doing work a little different. Available every Wednesday at wabe.org forward slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. W-A-B-E. Hey, y'all. I'm Mark Kendall. And I'm David Perdue. And we're the hosts of What's Good Atlanta, the new weekly comedy podcast from WABE. On What's Good Atlanta, we run down uplifting and unusual headlines from the universe known as Atlanta. And while we may not be journalists, we are comedians, and we'll be breaking down news and breaking down the stories that make you smile. We're just trying to see what's good, Atlanta. Episodes drop Fridays at WABE.org or wherever you get your podcasts. I get mine from a guy named Craig. Shout out to Craig. Mm -hmm. (laughs) W-A-B-E.